Chapter Nine of House, Garden, and Field by L. C. Meal. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Freshwater Aquarium. The bell jar and other small forms of aquarium are not to be despised. They serve to keep many aquatic animals and plants alive for a short time, and suffice permanently for a few hardy ones. But if you wish to make the most of the aquarium, you must construct it on a larger scale. I have kept one which measures four feet long, eighteen inches wide, and sixteen inches deep for twenty years, and have found it so profitable that I strongly recommend such a one to others. The large space, abundant light, and simple furnishing of the laboratory or schoolroom are taken for granted. The parlor aquarium must be on a comparatively small scale, and I doubt whether it will succeed anything like so well for general purposes. First, as to construction. My aquarium was strongly framed of deal and stands on a stout table made for the purpose. No slate enters into it. The floor, ends, and one of the long sides, that facing the window, were of wood, and only one side is of glass. Opposite the windows, I should explain, is a good roof light. The ends of the aquarium were bolted together by four strong iron rods, two at the top and two at the bottom, which were passed through thick battens and well secured by nuts. The rods run along the tops and bottoms of the long sides, and the ends project sideways two inches beyond them. All wood that had to resist wetting was covered half an inch thick with a mixture of sand, mastic, and red lead, laid on with great care and thoroughly hardened before exposure to water. No leak has ever showed itself. A water supply tap and a waste pipe were provided, but the water is hardly ever changed. At the bottom, a thick layer of fine mud, mixed with a little powdered chalk and calcium phosphate, was laid down. The side next to the window was darkened to prevent too abundant growth of green algae. If this side has been made of glass, it should be covered with paint, but there should be an ample supply of diffused light. A loose cover of perforated zinc is used to keep out dust, but is often dispensed with to favor surface growth. In this aquarium I have grown a variety of plants, isoetes, the water lobelia, frogbit, Myriophyllum, pondweeds, utricularia, and nitella have often thriven for years together. Duckweed and rishia float at the surface. Mollusks have been introduced intentionally, and small animals of various kinds casually, together with water weeds. The egg-laying and development of the mollusks has been a favorite study. Dragonfly larvae, larvae of more than one species of Coronamus, triclads, hydra, nias, and a variety of infusorians, are among the things that have appeared, as it were, spontaneously. No fishes have been kept in this aquarium, lest they should devour things of greater interest. It is worthwhile to keep a freshwater aquarium, if only to see how the different water weeds behave during winter. Many of them form special winter buds, bright green and closely wrapped, which lie at the bottom during all the hard weather, but float to the surface in spring, being then buoyed up by the formation of air bubbles in their cavities, and set free by the decay of the old stems. Nothing is then required except a free flow of water to disperse them widely. The student of live nature will often require small tanks for special purposes. Things that he wants to keep his eye upon would perhaps be devoured or lost in the big aquarium. Rectangular vessels, narrow and deep, with a broad surface exposed to the light, are very convenient for the study of isolated organisms, and happily they are not at all expensive. It is almost as easy to manage a marine aquarium as a freshwater one. We keep in our laboratory at Leeds a good-sized marine aquarium, as well as a bell jar filled with seawater. 
into one or other minute animals and plants received from the marine biological laboratory at plymouth are put when they have served their immediate purpose and abundant material for study is thus kept ready to hand both tanks have been kept perfectly wholesome for several years without ever being emptied end of chapter nine